For the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchery as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian living. Bishop Edward Butchery is a son of Bishop Dyke Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Macarius Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butchery for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. It's not right. Somebody should be helping, making sure the right thing is done. Let us pray. Just lift up your right hand to the Lord and thank him this morning. God is a good God. And sometimes when we say it, we don't understand it. It has almost become like a jargon on the lips of many Christians. He's a good God. But if you know the things that are coming against you and what he does to save you, indeed it will be a testimony that is heartfelt. Not something that people say that you also follow. But a personal relationship and an encounter with him makes you know that indeed is a good God. And this morning, just thank him and welcome him into your heart this morning. For he lives in us. He dwells in our hearts with his love and with his mercies. Thank him right now. And bless the name of the Lord. Pray that God will speak to you. Let everything that will prevent you from hearing be taken away so that your heart will be opened to receive God's word. This morning, let God speak to you. Let his word fill your heart. For it is the word that makes a difference. And therefore, this morning, may we have an encounter. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We welcome you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please be seated, everybody. Welcome to this morning's service. And I welcome all those who are also joining us live online. I want you to like the page, share it with somebody, subscribe to it if you haven't done so. All right? Those of you here, if you also, you can send a link to somebody who is not here. Let them also join the service. It is a blessing. We are going to be blessed. And I want everybody to pay attention this morning. Hallelujah. I am going to share on something that is very, very important. I began teaching on fruitfulness. And I think last week I spoke about the purpose of God for our lives. And I established through scripture that God's purpose for our lives is fruitfulness. Every father, every mother wants their children to be fruitful. They want their children to do well. If you are paying school fees, you want good results. If you are feeding, you want to see progress. If you have fed your child for two years and they can't stand, sit up and walk, you'll be concerned. Do you get what I'm saying? Anything that doesn't show progress, fruitfulness, activity, life, becomes a bother to all of us. And that is how God also is with us. 
and we read through scripture how God, from the day of creation, commanded man, that is Adam, the first man, and said to him, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. These were commandments that were meant to activate life into a man. And that is the path we must also tread. You must be progressive. You must be, when we say being fruitful, it means something that has life. It is only things that have life that bears fruit. And God has given us life and we must reflect it. But there are also things that stand in the way. And there are many things that also come and ensure that we don't become as fruitful as we should be. But I believe that through the help of the Lord, you will escape it. Yes. Only two people believe it. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. This morning, I'm going to share on bearing tears. What is it about? Bearing tears. I'm not talking about bearing fruits. Bearing tears. T-A-R-E-S. What are tears? All right. Take your Bible with me and open to the book of Matthew, chapter 13. And let us read from verse number 24. The parable of the wheat and the tares. The parable of the wheat and the tares. All right. The scripture says, and I'm reading, Another parable spake or put forth, put, put ye forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. Tares are like shrubs, uh, wheat. Anybody who has farmed or if you go into a field, when you see tares growing up and you see wheat, you cannot differentiate they look alike. So the scripture says, this is, these are the words of Jesus actually. It's a parable of Jesus. He said, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then have it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together, the uh, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to bend them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Hallelujah. Well, this scripture is a very beautiful and very nice scripture. And it is a parable of Jesus. It talks about, it gives an illustration of 
a good man who had fields and he sowed wheat. Wheat is eaten. Wheat is used for many things. Flour comes from wheat. It is eaten. It's, it's food. But the Bible says that while men slept, an enemy went and sowed tears. So, right from the beginning when the seeds were planted, other seeds were also planted. And it looked like the wheat. So, as they started springing up, as they started springing up, they realized that there are tears which are different from the wheat. So, the concern was that should we not cut down these tears? Then the master said, no, if you attempt to do that, you will also cut off the wheat. So let them all grow together. And when it is time for the fruits, you can easily differentiate between the wheat and the tares. And we will gather the wheat and gather also the tares and bend them. Wow. Now, this is Jesus teaching us something about life. What we all have to understand is that from day one, God made us special. Look at the scripture in Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 20. Jeremiah 2.20. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 20. It says, For of all time I have broken thy yoke, and burst thy bands. And thou sayest, I will not transgress. When upon every, hill, every high hill and every green tree, thou wanderest, playing the hallowed. I will explain it. Verse 21. Yet, I had planted thee a noble vine, wholly a right seed. How then art thou turned into the degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me? Verse 22. For though thou wash thee with nitre and take thee much soap, yet thy iniquity is marked before me, saith the Lord God. How canst thou, how, how canst thou say, I am not polluted. I have not gone after Balim. See thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary traversing her ways. <laughs> a wild ass used to the wilderness that snuffeth up the wind at her pleasure. In her occasion, who can turn her away? All they that seek her will not worry themselves. In her month, they shall find her. Let me explain what we are reading as we are going on. I'm sure we, you need explanations. You see, 
what we read in Matthew chapter 13 has a relationship with what we are reading in Jeremiah. Now, in Matthew chapter 13, we read about a good man who planted seeds, which were wheat. But on the same ground, other things that he didn't plant sprang up. So it was intentionally planted by somebody to confuse what was happening. And what was planted by the enemy were tears or grass or things that had no value. But they looked like the wheat. And the master said, don't cut it. Let them all grow together. That's patience that God is exhibiting. And at the time of harvest, their tares cannot bear fruit. As for the wheat, their fruit will be evident. So it will be easy to pick them out. And then after, you burn yeah, the tares. In the book of Jeremiah, there's a question. What we read, has God not planted us a true vine in purity? How then have we become a degenerate plant? How have we become people who are bearing fruits that he didn't plant into us? Because the enemy has come again to plant something that God did not put there. You know, when you read the Bible, last week I was telling you about the purpose of God for our lives. And the purpose is for us to be fruitful. And irrespective of what you believe in, everybody in this world wants to be fruitful. Everybody wants to profit in what they are doing. That's why people are building schools. People are building uh, 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 businesses. People are building factories. People are doing all kinds of things for survival. People are subduing the earth. They are inventing things, creating things. Cars have come out. Things have been developed. Aeroplanes, ships. I mean, if you want to cross to go and visit somebody who is uh, uh, on an island, how do you go? You can't swim. I mean, if you know how to swim, you can't swim for two weeks eh, to travel to go and visit somebody. You you will die. Yeah. You you die. something will happen. You meet a shark or something else will happen. By the time you reach there, you have died. If even you reach. So people have created inventions to have dominion and subdue the elements of the world. And it is almost as if before God, the world is progressing. So all of us, regardless of what we believe in. We know what it means to be fruitful. I mean, if you ask somebody, you don't need to be a Christian, a believer, or whatever. I mean, a basic mindset tells you that, at least, if you have lived life, when you say you are fruitful, it means you have finished school, you have a job, you have been able to buy a car, you have been able to buy a land, you have been able to build a house, you have been able to marry, you are able to look after your children, you are able to provide for them, 
All these things are signs of productivity. And the world does not necessarily frown or take exception to people who are doing things like this. Unfortunately, in our acceptance of what the standards of fruitfulness is, we have also accepted what the enemy has planted in our midst and presented it as fruitfulness. So sometimes, people who are believers don't care what it takes to get a car. Don't care what it takes to get a marriage. Don't care what it takes to get a child. Don't care what it takes to get money. They don't care. As long as that thing represents fruitfulness, you got respect. Yeah. That's why some people say the end justifies the means. It's like, it doesn't matter how you made your money. When you make money, people respect you. Yeah. 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 What is evil has been accepted. What is wrong is endorsed. It is almost as if there is no law or there is nothing in this world that punishes wrongdoing. But there is. You see, the judgment of God was that leave everything. Let's be patient. There's a time of separation where the fruits would distinguish between what I planted and what has been planted by somebody. When something looks like when something looks like God's blessing, be careful. There are many things that you may have but it is not God's blessing. But you see, you, you, you deceive yourself to that. Oh, this one. <laughs> God the inside. Yeah. And the world has grown to accept many wrong things. Yeah. I mean, today, God, God is the one who started life. And the spirit and the principle of fruitfulness is a man and a woman. Is that also? But today the world says a man and a man is all right. It's all right. A woman and a woman is all right. Yeah. And the next thing is a man and animal is all right. Yeah. That's where we are going to. That's where we are going to. Yeah. And, and they are bringing it into the house of God to endorse it. So, people are criticizing the church. Saying all kinds of things. But you see, the master has patience because there is a day of reckoning. There is a day where he will separate his wheat from the test. You, you cannot deny him that power and that authority. He planted it. He knows what he has planted. And there is a day he will separate it. So, don't be around and accept whatever people accept. You got to be different. You got to be different. Our standards shouldn't be like the world. Don't be, you see, many of us are very competitive with people who are unbelievers. And what they have is what we want by any means necessary. We don't care. That's why you have thieves in church. You think that thieves are, if you go to prison eh, and you see people are in prison, some of them will mention their pastor's name to you. They will mention their churches to you. Some of them are praise and worship leaders. Some of them are fasting warriors. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All kinds of. Some of them have, I mean, they are all there. Because there is something that has been planted in our midst. It looks like the fruits. It looks like what God. Yeah. I've seen people who, I mean, want to marry. And sometimes in their quest to marry, they don't care what they do to get their marriage. They don't care. There are people who are going to school. They don't care how their school fees is paid. Yeah. They don't pay any price. There are people who are in politics. There are people who are doing businesses. Whatever price they have to pay to be fruitful, they are ready to do it. And, and it is almost as if we accept it. We condone it. But you see, there is a power that is beyond man. It is in the hands of God. That, this parable that Jesus gave, the illustration was that the people who were hired said, we have seen that what is coming up looks like uh, the wheat. But that's not what you plan. So we want to go and deal with it right now. You see, one of the weaknesses of man is to try to correct things that you can't correct. God has not put in our power to correct things. So. He has put in our power to just believe and be faithful. Continue. As for the correction, he will do it. He will do it. He will prune his church. He said, I will separate the sheep from the goats. Yeah. He will. And you have to have a certain mindset. You know, as if you believe in God, you have to be mindful of the kind of fruits that you bear. How are you bearing such fruits? If you go to jail right now, or you go to a prison right now, you will see people like us who are there. And why are they there? It's because of the fruits they bear. It is because of the fruits they bear. That's why they have ended up there. And even though some people find themselves in prison for bearing certain fruits that we, the society doesn't like, there are many countless people who are also walking up and day, day and night who are doing the same things. But it's just that your time hasn't come. And, and so sometimes there's a delusion. Like you are not accountable. You are above. Nobody is above judgment. Nobody. Nobody. When we are called to be fruitful, there are standards that we must abide by. If you are a parent and your child comes home with a lot of money and it's like, you need money. 
and your child has been able to bring a lot of money. You see, any wise parent will first of all want to find out how did you come by this money? But I'm telling you, there are some people who don't care. There are some mothers who can even push their daughter to sell herself, spoil somebody's marriage, and get money, get a home, get cars, get advantage for the benefit of their needs. They support their children 2,000%. Yeah. And if you dare with your moral code try to point out their mistakes, the way they will wash their mouth on you, you will know something. We should be different. Look at the scripture that you all know. Galatians chapter 5. I think I'll read from verse 18 or so. Beautiful. But it says, If ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now, Jesus Christ says something. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. And fruitfulness was a command to the sons of God. Do you know that when Adam was in charge, Satan was also existent on earth. But fruitfulness was not a commandment to Satan. He had ceased gaining favor from God. And so everything that God created, he had placed it in the hand of Adam. That's why he used those words, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. It means fill, subdue, and have dominion over everything that I've created. Nothing should be out of your view. And Adam had the power to know everything that God had created. So he named everything that God created, all the animals that God had created. The Bible says that that's what it was. Adam named everything and God agreed to the names that Adam gave him. A special guy. Special chip in the head. Which is a God kind of person. But he did not allow himself to be led by the spirit. So he came under the law because God said, in the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. It means you have subjected yourself to a state where you are not supposed to be. Under Anybody who is under law means that you are subjecting yourself under a certain authority you shouldn't be under. Yeah. Mm. That's what the law is. Because you see, as we are on earth, eh, there are some people here eh, who are supposed to be implementers of the law, they are above the law. What can put you in jail can not put them in jail. Sometimes you can commit a crime with a friend. That friend will walk free, you go to jail. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's an imbalance. So even with man, there is that imbalance. You see, how much more God? You see, how much more God? Why did God make the rules? God made the rules because of our mistakes. So if God says that if you are under the spirit, you are not under the law, I believe it. I believe it. 
That's why Jesus Christ, when he was teaching, they, they, were, they were very angry. He said, have you come to abolish the law? He said, no, I didn't come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. They didn't understand it. They come to because they believe in the law. And it's not easy to live by the law. There are higher powers and authority. When God talked about fruitfulness and, and multiplication in Genesis chapter 1 to Adam and Eve, there was nothing like the law. Thou shalt not fornicate, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not uh, what? Uh, covet your neighbor's good. Who, who, was their na- who was his neighbor? There was, there was nothing like the law. Eh? Yeah. Thou shalt not kill. I mean, you and your wife, you are the only people on earth. God doesn't need to tell you don't kill. When you see the when he saw the woman, he said, Whoa, man. Yeah, man. He said, That's it. A bone of my bone, a flesh of my flesh. I'm going to love you, baby. That was it. He loved her. All throughout his life, he loved Eve. Over 930 something years of love. Can you handle it? Yeah. God, God did not have to tell him that don't kill your wife. He, he, hey, you are the only woman in my life. Who, 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 who am I going to kill you? Who again? Yeah. But you will see when he started giving birth, his first son became a murderer. Because he fell under the law. And his seed fell under the law. That's why we have struggles. That's why we have struggles. I mean, look at this. When we bring up our children, when we are bringing up our children, it, we don't put fright in them. We just want them to be happy. But it's as they are growing, now we have to start telling them, hey, there are things you got to be careful about. Don't just walk around as if, you know, all you see is all you see. No. Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah. That's it. If ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest. Hmm. What are the works of the flesh? These are the enemies of fruitfulness. These are the tears in our lives. And the works of the flesh today, it is, it is accepted. It is like normal. If you talk about adultery, many people don't feel that, I mean, being adulterous is a problem. Fornication. The church, there are more fornicators in the church than even in the uh, 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 prostitute's uh, hotel. I'm telling you. That's what the prostitute does, the work she does. Mm. She's a harlot. But you, you are a fornicator. Yeah. The works of the flesh, enemies of the fruit, fruitfulness. This is what it is. The test. Uncleanness. Lasciviousness. Last. Idolatry. Worshipping and believing in other things. Many of you here, your parents have other gods. They have, you know, there are people who wake up and go to church every Sunday. But, hey, they have things they have on their body for protection. They have people they consult. They have sacrifices they make to idols. 
If you read Jeremiah chapter 2, you see, you see it's, it's there. Emulations. Cutting yourselves and putting things inside. Hmm? Some of you have things put in your body. That's why sometimes you can have certain dreams and certain struggles in the flesh for as long as you are living. Because it's a covenant. Mm. Yeah. The works of the flesh. They are not products of the spirit. Now, I will show you the fruit of the spirit. That's why I'm giving you this one first. Strife. Contentions. We, are, we inherit fights and hatred that you can't even explain. You see, when we were in school, I remember when I was, in, I was in school, I don't remember relating with a mate based on religion or politics or whatever. Please, silence your phones. Learn to silence your phones. Yeah. I don't remember, but as we grow and we have formed school, uh, what's it called? Old school. Hey! I'm telling you, you can see things that, I mean, shouldn't divide us are hot points of division. Mm. Strife is like a part of life. I mean, you go to any, any school, you see children, when it's break time, all of them rush, we are playing football, this one, this one. I mean, children, but now we are teaching our children tribe. This is your tribe. We, we don't, as you have grown, some of you, you don't, you won't talk to some people. You won't let your, your children marry from a certain family. Because of the tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Hatred. Fights that have been in the family for years. Your grandfather's fight. You have inherited the fight. Your, 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 your grandmother's fight. You have passed it on. You, the children are also warriors in your camp. And they've joined. Yeah. Mm. Never ending. Yeah. Seditions. People who try to take over authority. Oh, you see, the, the interesting thing is that, let me show you. Sed seditions, heresies, yes. Go on, go on. There are quite a number of them. Envies. You some of these things, eh, if you commit them, you find yourself in jail. But some of these things, if you fornicate, who puts people in jail? Unless you are in Saudi Arabia. But in America, in UK, nobody, people who live together and are not married and are having sex, it is not, it is not a crime at all. It's not a crime. So you see, the tests have been allowed. So we are enjoying the tests as if it is the fruit. Oh. In Australia, if you marry, if you stay with somebody, you are allowed to stay with somebody. I've forgotten the number of years. Just pardon me. It's like you can decide to stay together and not be legally married. And after some time, if you feel that, look, you can't move on. Hey, you can move away. And the state recognizes you as having like couples. You see? Yeah, yeah. So it's like marriage is not important. Once two consenting adults decide that we can live together and fornicate, we are okay. If after seven years we decide that we can't live together, we move away and the state now takes us away from, you know, because when you are married, you enjoy some benefits. And if children come in, you enjoy some benefits. But if you decide that look, we can't continue, the state leaves you free. Yeah. You are okay. Yeah. Hmm? 
what God doesn't like has been allowed. Drunkenness. Have you seen somebody who is drunk and has been put to jail before? Oh. Unless, I mean, in this part of our world, it doesn't happen. No. I mean, even in America and developed countries, the only reason why you will be, you will be put in jail is maybe you were driving. But if you are drunk walking by the roadside and falling in the gutter, who cares? They will video you. Yeah. 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 Envy. Do you put somebody in jail for envy? I don't like this person. I mean, you don't like me, so who will put you into jail? Which judge will decide on that matter? It is a tear. It is, it is not a fruit that must come out of us, but it is in us. And it is growing. And the world is divided on these things. Decisions are taken based on these things. Yeah. Relationships are defined based on these things. Revelance. You know revelance? Wild parties. I mean, who goes to jail for doing a wild party? You go and do a party at the poolside. Many years ago, I had a friend. His parents had traveled and he told them he was going to do a get-together in the house. So they allowed him. And the house, very nice house. I mean, rich family. Nice house with a pool. And then he invited. Hey! It was not an easy party. The, the, the brothers and the sisters who went there went to mess up things. House. People were vomiting. We went around. They caused mess. Hey! People were having sex in rooms. All kinds of nasty things. Yeah. That's what we call revelings. Wild parties. Till daybreak. Meanwhile, when you call them to study till daybreak, hey, why? Why? You, 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 you haven't finished school. Though. Somebody is paying your school fees. You will not sit down and study throughout the night, but you can have party and dance throughout the night. Which one needs more energy? Yeah. You can, some of you roam in the night. You are more than security men. You roam. Yeah. You hit the road from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. If we close every Sunday evening when you are going home, around 9 o'clock, you see people are coming from the beach. Yeah. They're coming from the beach. Yeah. You see them wearing bikinis and covering themselves with towels. I'm telling you, ladies. Yeah. You have seen them. Why are you shocked? You know them. Some of you have been going there. Yeah. Hedon, it's called hedonism. They like pleasure. Some of you like pleasure. When you hear music, anywhere far, there's, it's calling you. You are moving. You are moving. Hey! Yesterday, I, some, somebody in my area was doing naming ceremony. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., naming ceremony. You are playing music. The child cried that you are naming. He is asleep. Naming ceremony in the night. Naming ceremony. It's only here I've seen naming ceremony all night party. With, with DJ, with music, with hey! Big, big things, big things. And you see people have dressed. They are coming for a baby naming. And they are coming to drink. 
Hey, baby, ask for the baby. All the baby wants is some breast milk. Then he sleeps, and the men are wh whacking whiskey, vodka, uh, chewing pork, eating. Then ask for the baby. Ah, the one who matters. Yeah, revelance. So even older people are in it. It's not only young people. Older people like parties. Go and sit there and gossip. And some people, when they go for such parties and they, they drink, that's when they start talking. They will reveal secrets. I'm telling you, when a guy is passing this guy, oh, this guy, he, that girl is not his girlfriend. Oh. That girl is not his girlfriend. Yeah. The Bible says, and such like. So, you see, there are some things that, that the world frowns upon. I mean, if you murder somebody, I'm telling you, you'll be hunted. It doesn't matter. They say there are some crimes in any penal code. There are some crimes that doesn't expire. If you go and hide for whatever number of years. Yeah. Yeah. I know a guy who was arrested in Ghana. A Dutch guy. He had lived there for almost 27 years. He had killed somebody and disappeared. Moved to four different countries and landed in Ghana. And settled in a nice place. And built his life. Changed his name and everything. After 27 years. Yeah. After 27 years. He has to answer. Crime doesn't expire. So, see sometimes there are things that you do before God. Eh? You can live for 100 years. Don't think that he has forgotten. That's why you have to be careful. Oh. You got to be careful. There are fruits you must bear. And there are certain things you must not bear. Don't bear tears. Because it looks like, I mean, nobody, the world, the, the world we are in, eh, sin is almost pleasurable and accepted. There are many things that used to be frowned upon. Today, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't take it for granted. It says, of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I mean, you can live your life. Every state gives every, every citizen freedom of choice, right to choose. And we have misinterpreted it. Yeah, it's because the fear of God is not in us. The spirit of God is not in us. That's why, for some of you, liberty means misbehavior. You see, when you when you when you when you look at children who are in a, what's it called, a primary school. When it's break time, you see the way they rush out. When the class ends and they hear the bell, they know it's break time. They rush out. It's like it's not that. They, they just go out and then now it's like, huh, what are we coming to do? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they are just happy. You know, but when you are in university or something, when your lecture ends, there's another thing that you have to do. It's not that, that you have rushed out as if, hey, Charlie, it's playtime. Let me go on the swing. Let me go uh, and play football. Which football? Which football? It's not games. 
As you are in school, the thing that they are teaching, you don't understand. And you know that, look, you have to understand this thing to move forward. So, as you have finished the class, you want to find a way of going back and getting understanding. It's not playtime. So, you see, you have responsibilities. So, you don't abuse your liberties. That's what Christianity imposes on us. A certain sense of maturity and approach to life. So that when you have your space, you don't abuse it. You sit down and become reflective. If all of us are like that, there are some things you won't find yourself doing. The fact that, you see, the Bible, if you've, people, I'm sure you have heard it being said several times. There is, it is only Paul in the whole Bible who says that one man, one, uh, uh, one wife. Only Paul. Even Jesus Christ didn't talk about one man, one wife. He talked about marriage, but he didn't describe the number of people that Adam didn't marry. Uh, Adam had one, at least, because it was one woman for him from the beginning. So we say, because of that. But from there, Abraham, no. Isaac. Jacob. Hey! The 12, the 12 tribes of Israel are not from one mother. But God blessed him. David. Yeah. Pa solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is almost as if, oh, I mean, look, you know, a man there. You see, and it, those of you who, who are married to a men who have a mind that is one woman, you should respect it. Yeah. Because it is a it is a fight to just be one man, one wife. Yeah. It, because we, there's a certain maturity that constrains us. Because the liberties that other people express, we also have it. But we, we, are, we are, the Bible says the love of God constrains us. There is something that informs us. It's the fruit of the spirit. Love is the fruit of the spirit. You know that, I mean, what's the, what's the point? If, if it has to be that you can help other people, help. Yeah. Because if you follow women, there is no woman that can give a man pleasure and complete his cycle. Solomon married more women than any person in the Bible, but his children were few. Yeah. Yeah, his children were few. Look at his father. His father's wives were not more than even uh, uh, 10. But he had 13 children. Solomon, we don't even know how many children he had. His children were not more than five. Yeah. What are you looking for women for? Eh? Then later, he started even building uh, other gods and other things for them to worship. You are trying to please women. You, 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 it's a very laborious and fruitless venture. When you chase too many women, you, you will lose your soul. You will lose yourself. And when you also are a woman who likes too many men because of material things, oh, you are, uh, you are, you are, you are, you are like a cesspit. Rubbish dump. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you, as for you, it's money. You are looking for money. Sometimes, you see, people feel that these billionaires in the world, why are they still working? It is because they didn't start looking for money. And as they have the money, they give out. You can't ha imagine how much they give. You see, and they are becoming richer and richer. As, and then the poor man who doesn't have even the little he won't give. So he, there is that scattered yet increaseth. And there is that withholdeth yet tended to poverty. The scripture is being fulfilled because it's a fruit. 
it's a fruit. The ability to be kind. There are some people, they don't pray like you, but they are kind. But you have been praying, fasting, praying, fasting. Your wickedness, hey, you are more than Hitler. You can, some of you, if you are wearing a shoe and it's spoiling, you wear it to spoil it and throw it away. Or you, 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 you change it and keep it there till it spoils, then you throw it away. Meanwhile, you can give it to somebody. You can't, you don't, you can't give. You, you can never even buy something you and say, I have this person in mind. Let me go and give this to this person. As for you, every time, sorry, secondhand things, things that you don't like, that's when you pass it on to somebody. Yeah. Mm. The fruit of the Spirit. God gave us his only begotten son. Mothers, you have children. You don't want them to come to church. You don't want them to come to God. Your fruits cannot brighten the door of the house of God. Hannah was a woman who didn't have children and she was mocked. And when God blessed her with her first child, she dedicated that child. And that child is the greatest prophet who anointed King uh, David. Anytime you mention David, you can't, you can't forget someone. There were other prophets, Nathan and uh, Abijah. Different people were around, but it is almost as if someone was special. Yes, he was special. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do anything for God. Yeah. Today, the church is seen as an enemy of progress because as for the church, oh, we have, we, we have lost it and we are misleading people. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? But you see, God is patient. So don't be drawn into that cycle of comments and things. There are some people who feel that, look, this world, the pastors, they are also looking for money. As they are preaching to you and saying all those things, go and see the cars and the houses they are building. Go and see their dressing. Go and see where their children go to school. Go and see how their wives dress. Go and see how they look after their families. And then you are laboring and giving your money to them. Oh yeah, think of yourself. You see, you are walking in tears. Somebody has planted something that God did not put in you, in your heart. And you are allowing them to bear fruit and mislead you. The day of reckoning will come. Think about it. Think about it. The church is a more serious institution than anything on earth. Yeah. You see, if you look at our problem here in Africa, all of us, all the schools that our leaders have gone to, hey, the courses they have done, it, the only thing that is in their heart is selfishness. When they assume power and authority, they don't think about you. Yeah. Then they would turn and say, what have the churches been preaching? How many of them respect the church? They throw patterns at the church. They don't bear fruits that become saints. Godliness with contentment. It's great gain. But some people and never content to. You will see greed. I've seen greed that is unimaginable. Yeah. And, and sometimes they get to a point where they themselves, they become confused. Yeah. I'm telling you, you, you haven't seen things before. Yeah. So, some people get so much 
they become confused. Yeah. And they misuse it. It, 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 it. You will abuse it. I know a woman who was afraid of the husband because the husband brings home a lot of money. And the man is a politician. It's like, what do you do? Almost every weekend, they, they, or every other day, then they are bringing in money in, in bags. Foreign currency, local currency, different currencies. What is going on? Are you a bank? Are you now a teller in some special bank or something? What is happening? And locks the, the, the thing in a room, you know, and, and, and the woman is afraid to say, what is this? What is this? He, he, he can't explain. Yeah. You can't explain. What will, what will make people get to that point is the, the, is the lack of f- goodness. Look at verse, uh, go back to Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Not sensual or erotic love. The God kind of love. Unconditional. Empathetic. Compassionate. Where a father doesn't think of himself first, but thinks of the children. Or a mother doesn't think of herself first, but things of the children. Where a leader doesn't satisfy himself first, but things of the people. The fruit of the spirit. Do you know why God says we should be fruitful? Why, why does he? Because out human beings, eh, we are more than anything that God has created. And it is us and the mind we have that advances this earth or retrogresses its, uh, 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 the earth or brings distraction. The things we do or the things we don't do is what affects us all. Look at what is going on in the world. If you know the amount of money that is being bent around Russia, Ukraine war, you have no, you have no idea. Billions of dollars you know, all these countries, they have poor people. Yeah. They have people who are working, who earn meager ages, uh, wages, who can satisfy basic needs, who can educate their children, who can feed themselves. America has more homeless people than any country in the world, yet it is called a superpower. And they, yeah, they vote, they vote a lot of money to, 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 to give weapons create weapons and give for war, but not for peace. Yeah. Peace. Where is peace? Jesus said, my peace I give you, not such as the world gives. You can't understand it. The peace of God, it reigneth in our hearts. You don't need money to be peaceful. No. You don't need money to be peaceful at all. There are some people who have a lot of money. They can't sleep. Uh. 
They say, eh, me, they would like to have them. But if I, if I can't sleep, I'll be watching movies. We'll be watching movies. Hey. You think it's that simple? One brother told his wife, I am not at peace. He has cars. He has money. He's building a lot of things at the same time. He has a firm that produces income. I mean, he's rich. And on the outside, everybody would like to, young people look at him and they want to be like him. He's a mentor to many people who go to law school because Charlie, everything is right. Everything is right. But there is something that is eating him and he can't have peace. Yeah. And he's sitting there and telling his wife, I don't know what it is. I can't see it. Yeah. If you ever think that having material things is a sign of fruitfulness, that's the bait of Satan. He throws things at you. And you have the things, but you can't, you can't, you can't sleep. Yeah. People who, who don't have the fruit of the spirit, they suffer. They suffer. They are tormented. Yeah. They are tormented. Long suffering. Look at the attribute of God. It is easy. These things that we are seeing here is God. God is love. God is a God of peace. Joy. Ah, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's God. Peace. Long suffering. Patience. If God were not to be patient, me, I won't, I won't be here. Because many years ago, when you talk about bad boys, you know, yeah, when they are walking, I mean, sir, I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. Yeah. All my friends were bad boys. I knew that we were bad boys. You don't need, you see, you don't need a, a, a God to tell you that you are a bad boy. But you delude yourself. I mean, I've not hurt anybody. I've not, I've, not, I've not killed anybody before. But you know that if you die, you won't make it. Yeah. And I've, I've come closer to dying and I realized I could have died and gone to hell. But God showed me mercy. He spoke to me and said, if you don't change, you'll die. And it became like every morning I'm hearing that word. I said, Charlie, be serious. Be serious. Be serious. Yeah. He's long-suffering to us what that believe. If you have a child who is misbehaving, you, you, you don't just carry the child and throw the child out of the house. You will talk, you will beat, you will punish, all so that one day the child will say, Daddy, I've changed. I mean, when I changed, my father was very happy. Up to today, he's very happy. Yeah. Yeah. One brother, he said he was going through crisis. And he had done something. And his father was about to find out. And the only thought that came to him was, as he's sitting in the car and going with his father, when they meet a big truck, he would turn the steer so that they would hit head on. If he dies, he dies. The, the old boy for die. Yeah. 
that was a thought that came to his mind. Yeah. That was a thought that came to his mind. Yeah. I'm telling you, a human being. His testimony. Evil. What kind of fruit? I mean, your father loves you and corrects you. And if you have done something, he's coming to discover it. You want to end his life so that he doesn't even discover it. And do you think you have peace? But thank God for mercies and the long suffering of God towards us. Today he's converted. Yeah. Gentleness. Gentility. Hmm. Gentility. It's a spirit. Hmm? Some of you are not gentle. You're not gentle. You cannot be easily entreated. When there's a matter and they, are, they even say that you are wrong. Hey! You don't, you don't know my background. You don't know what I've suffered. You don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know my story. Hey, you see, you see, you see? hey. You are not, you are not, you are not tame. You are wild. That's what the Bible described, you see, some of you sisters. Look at Jeremiah chapter 2 that we read. It described, you see, the dromedary is like a deer. When it's in heat, the, the animals smell it. The, wherever it is, they will find it. They will find it. Dogs can smell a, 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 another female in heat. You see them in the night. They are crying is because of women. No? Dogs. They can smell it from afar. Yeah. That's why some dogs jump walls. In the night, he's wild. He wants to. You have put me in the house. You pa, I have to function. There's no woman here. You have locked me in this house and you have given me bones. Why? It be bones alone with the chop. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Some of you are not good. Wicked. Yeah. Goodness. Nine of them, the fruits of the spirit, nine of them. Love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. Every day, God is good. And all the time, God is good. But as for you, we can't say that you are good. And all the time, you are good. We can't say it. Faith. Faithfulness. Consistent. All believing. All knowing. All trusting. It's a quality. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Some people throw away. See, when you don't have faith, what it means basically is that you despise the word of God. Yeah. Anybody who, doesn't, who lacks faith doesn't believe in God's word. Oh, please. Let's think. If you are, there are some people when you are talking and you quote the Bible, hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Meekness, humility. The Bible says of Moses, God said, of all men on earth, he is the meekest. That's why God chose him, even though he was a murderer. He had, he had, he had killed somebody out of rage. But you see, what God saw in him was not somebody who was violent. God saw in him a quality of somebody who believed that his people were special. 
That's what it is. You see, our life is for God. Though, and nobody will judge you. If even you go and do something wrong and they put you in jail. There are people who are in jail who are going to heaven. And there are people who are walking in palaces and they are going to hell. Yeah. 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 Because there is that, the judgment of God supersedes the judgment of man. Meekness. Let's learn humility. One of the things that I, 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 I don't know it was, yeah, I think it was recently somebody was saying that one of these uh, media guys, I mean, he's interviewed rich and very, you know, well-known people. And one of the qualities he sees amongst all of them is humility. No S, in spite of all their money. But he has also interviewed uh, footballers, uh, basketball players, movie stars, who don't have such riches. But, you see, they are deceived that they are very important. They are famous. So there's pride. And they, you see that they fight to keep their image. That's why you see among them a lot of cosmetology going on. Women. Your pride. Your pride is what makes you spend a lot of money on yourself. You see, if somebody doesn't like you for who you are, shift. Women will add breasts, add buttocks, remove stomach, add hips. Uh, uh, extend eyelashes. Huh? Whiten your teeth, nose, lips. Ah. Huh? Huh? Do you think that the way God gave birth to it is a mistake? Huh? Michael Jackson did his nose, he couldn't even breathe. Hmm? He couldn't even breathe normally. He went on his nose, black man, with your flat nose like all of us. We will breathe a lot of air. <laughs> hey, my time is up. Temperance. Some of you are not measured in your excesses. You are not, you are not tame. You're not temperate. You lack self-control. When you are angry, it's as if a demon has possessed you. Some of you, you can say things and then later I say sorry. But you see, you are not sincere. If you don't deal with those things, you repeat it again. Yeah. Normally, you see, the inability to control self is what also lands people in jail. One guy was being teased. He took a stick and hit somebody at the back and the person fell. That was it. Had a concussion and then went into coma for some days. When a person died, they can't say that you have killed a human being and he's in jail and he had been in jail for 14 years and they were interviewing him. He said, if he had known, if he had known, God is warning you some of you, you see, life, eh, it is not everything you want that you should have. You have to learn how to deny yourself of some things, consciously. Yeah. You have to. 
Because if you are not careful, you do things that you shouldn't do. Sometimes you can be under pressure. And the only way you get out of the pressure is to do something wrong. Yeah. Learn to control yourself. It, that's why sometimes you see the girls who enter into relationships they shouldn't enter. They can't control it. The pressure is too much. The pressure is too much. And the Bible says, against such, there is no law. So you see, those who walk in the spirit, they are not under the law. And when you are walking in the spirit, these are your attributes. You don't bear tests. When you are, when you are, when you are showing certain fruits, you have to be held accountable. But if you also show the things that you live the way God wants you to and perfect the relationship with God and bear fruits that are bound to God, he will tell you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You will hear judgment and condemnation. For there is therefore now no condemnation to them that walk in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is no condemnation. Yeah. God doesn't want, he didn't create us to condemn us, but our sins and our nature because of the fallen state of man from the beginning is what is frightening us. And all of us have to be alert. All of us. May you bear fruits. May you be fruitful. See, when you go, go and take Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and pray. Everyone you see, Lord, help me. It's a prayer topic. Nine of them. Everyone, pray for five minutes. When you take love, I want the spirit of love. I want the spirit of meekness. Study. Take a Bible. Take a dictionary. Just learn the meanings of these simple words. And, and ask God, who am I? Am, am I? am I working in love? Am I working in meekness? Am I working in temperance, self-control? Am I long-suffering towards you? Am I a good person? Do I have faith? You see, ask yourself. You, God, the Holy Spirit will reveal yourself to you. Because some of you think that you are, you, are, you, are, you are bearing fruit. You are working. You are getting money. No. You are like tears. The, the problem of the tears. Don't forget it. We are all growing together. Hmm? Yeah. Sometimes when you see people in the, in the classroom, everybody is writing the same exams. So, but after the exams, then you will see who we really are. When some people get positioned, what they will do? It shows what was in their heart. Yeah. Sometimes wicked people get inf influence. And when they assume power, people suffer. Hmm? People suffer. May God help us. <laughs> Lift up your hands and thank him. Father, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. May I not bear tears. Pray against the spirit of unfruitfulness. Bearing tears, bearing fruits that are not what God wants you to bear. Some of you are disrespectful. Some of you are, 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 are disobedient. Some of you are stubborn. Some of you are not humble. You are proud. I mean, can you imagine we have not yet even become great and famous and we are proud? Hey! Then if you become famous, I don't know. That's why some people, when they get to a certain level, even their family people can come around them. Yeah. It, it becomes difficult. There are some children, their parents can't even access them. Yeah, because of pride. Because of pride. Deal with it now. Because whatever you are bearing, it will grow. 
If you are bearing tests, I'm telling you, you will become wilder in the years ahead. But if you are also bearing spiritual fruits, you become better. Pray. Let your heart be turned towards loving God and into the perfect waiting of His coming. And humble yourself and live your life devoid of the of the of the fleshly nature of the fallen nature yes thank you jesus lift your hands speak to the lord everybody wherever you are god is speaking to all of us one day we will appear before him and it is your fruits that will account for who you are and don't be deceived if you are not bearing the right fruits, don't you, you can't you can't lie before the master. He planted us a whole and a true vine, but we have become degenerate, and he will separate it. You have no hand, you can't lie, you can't deceive. Your works will be ever before him. Whatever you have done in this body, you will account for it and pray. One day you will not be found wanting, you will not be gathered and bent into the lake of fire. Lord help me. If even the world doesn't like certain things, how much more God? Yeah. How much more God? Thank you Father. We bless you. We give you glory. Help us. Deliver us Lord. From walking in deceptions. And taking decisions that are destructive and evil. Deliver us from sad things. Give us humility. Don't feel better than anybody. Don't feel privileged than anybody. Humble yourself. Tomorrow, somebody's lack of privilege will be what will turn his situation around. As for God, <laughs> he does wonderful things. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed. Everyone is still standing. Nobody moves. You are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you. Or you came on your own. Whichever way. I want you, if you know within your heart that you have not given yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that he has not saved you from your sins. And that he doesn't call you his own. But today, as you are here, you know. And as you can hear God's word, you feel God speaking to you to change and to make certain things right. The only step you have to take is to believe in him and come to him. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to lift up your hand wherever you are so that I pray with you. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Lift it up. Yes, God bless you. Lift it up. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up. God bless you. Yes, lift it up. Don't be shy. Lift it up. God bless you. Thank you, Father. There are some of you who should be lifting up your hands. Don't put it down. Don't hide it. Don't be shy. Lift it up. Thank you, Father. Now, all of you who have lifted up your hands, move from where you are. Come forward. Come and stand in front of me. I want to pray with you. Come and stand in front of me. I want to pray with you. Yes. God bless you. Stand here. Wonderful. Yes. Is somebody coming? Okay, lift up your hands. All of you can hear me, can you? 
Can you all hear me? Wonderful. So, I'm going to pray with you. And I want you to repeat the prayer. It is your prayer. So, what I say, you say it. And after this prayer, God himself is the one who is choosing you. So, lift up your hands. And I want the congregation to join. Lift up two hands if you can. And repeat after me and say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I believe in my heart that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come and love me and die for me and shed his blood to wash my sins. I confess Jesus as my savior and I receive forgiveness of all my sins through the blood that he shed for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. From today, I'm a child of God because of the blood that Jesus shed for me. Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life and help me to be faithful until the end. Thank you, Father, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you. For the Word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchery as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian living. Bishop Edward Butchery is a son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Macarius Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butchery for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. Good morning. Pray that God will speak to you. Pray that you will have an encounter. Pray that your spirit will be receptive of what God has for us this morning. Let nothing be a hindrance. Let, let nothing stand in your way of receiving the word of God this morning. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Have your way, Lord, and be with us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated, everybody. Wonderful. Well, I'm continuing this morning on fruitfulness. And I believe that God is going to bless us. And this morning, the title of the message is, I Come Seeking Fruit. Jesus is 
always expecting something from us. God has made investments in us. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So if the love of God has given us his begotten son, he also expects something from us in return. Nobody gives away and doesn't expect any return. Never happens. I don't know who you are. Even people who call themselves philanthropists, who give to people with that expectation, they have expectations. And they know why they continue giving. If there's no reward in being good, everybody would have stopped. Yeah. So it is not out of place to expect returns in whatever you do. Let's read the Bible. Luke chapter 13. And I want us to read from verse 6. Luke 13. And let's read from verse 6. Jesus said, the Bible says, He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit well, and if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. Hallelujah. Have you read God's word? Do you understand what you have read? Only two people are responding. You don't understand. That's why we are in church. We want to understand it. Beautiful. Well, the Bible says that a certain man had a fig tree. And it was planted in his vineyard. And after three years, he was coming and going. Three years. Three years. I mean, I don't know how long it takes. Every tree has a cycle. And if you plant a fig tree, within a year, it should be able to bear some fruit, first fruit. First year, nothing happened. Second year, nothing happened. Third year, nothing happened. So naturally, he came and said, this thing is just a waste of space. So let's cut it down. Then the one who was looking after it said, Master, I think, give me another year. Let me work on it. Let me prune it. Let me dung it. Let me fertilize it. Let me add something to it. And then if it bears fruit, happiness. But if it doesn't, then we are justified in cutting it down. Now, this, this parable is not about a tree. It's about human beings. Our fruitfulness our ability to be fruitful. Now, you remember that in the book of Genesis, when God placed Adam, the first man, in the middle of the garden over his creation, he said, the first 
first word that God said to Adam, be fruitful. That's the first thing. Be fruitful. And it has not changed. God expects all of us to be fruitful. And I have shown you over the past weeks or the couple of weeks past that it, is, it wasn't only Adam. God spoke to Noah. God spoke to Abraham. God spoke to Isaac, Jacob. Uh, I mean, there are many people, you know, God expected them or commanded them to be fruitful. Now, to be fruitful simply means to have value, to be valuable. You see, so is it wrong after some time? God says that, look, you have been around. I want to see your value. I want to know what you are worth. It is never out of place. Everybody here wants their life to be productive. That desire means that you want to be fruitful. So implanted in all of us is a seed. And that seed must germinate. If you are not fruitful, it troubles you yourself. If you don't move on and you don't progress with your life, you ask questions. It is very abnormal to see somebody who has been at one place for 10 years who is comfortable. It is a sign of a disease. But the natural reaction and response all of us have to life is that we have to progress. Even when you are paying school fees and your child is repeated once, you don't want the repetition to happen again. Do you understand? Yeah. He has to progress or she has to progress. If you are in school and you fail exams a lot, you see that the school is no more in you. If you are doing a particular subject and you are always failing it, you see that, I mean, that's why sometimes when you are in school, at a point you choose where you want to be. You want to do science. Some people are very good at science. They are not good at English, reading subjects. Some are very good at mathematics. Some people don't like reading, history, geography, uh, literature. No, 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 no. They don't want. They want mathematics, art, maths, chemistry. Eh? Yeah. Elements and symbols. Some people, when you ask them elements and symbols, they will tell you 20 elements and symbols without thinking about it. Some people, when you say elements and symbols, the first question is, what is an element? What is an element? Hey, what are you trying to say? Then when you, when you mention one element, say, what is the symbol A? Which one two is that? Eh? You see that the whole thing has become, you know, so you, you naturally choose where you will be fruitful. You find yourself comfortably producing and living. To be fruitful also means to have life. It means to have life. And fruitfulness is a sign of life. That is why when women marry and they are not giving birth, it's not easy. The pressure. Yeah. The pressure. The pressure is not easy. Because your womb must be alive. Yeah. So questions abound. If you are a man, you have worked for 20 years. Eh? You got nothing to show. Your shirt. You have washed the, the neck. The neck. I mean, oh. Oh. You have now removed the neck and turned it inside out to hide 
the torn parts. And because you can't buy shirts. I mean, how much is a shirt? You see, when you see a repeated cycle of failure and unprogression, you, you yourself, you become worried. Do you, and some of you, you can look at yourself and look, I've been around for so many years. I don't see myself moving. That's why sometimes after school, many girls want to marry. If some, nobody is coming, it becomes a problem. Am I not beautiful? I mean, sometimes you are very beautiful, more beautiful than the people who have married. So you don't even understand why nobody is coming. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us want fruitfulness. There's nobody who doesn't desire it. I mean, if you write exams and you pass, you are very happy. Hey! Especially when it's a hard subject. Something you were wondering about. And then you realize that your marks are 70-something, 80-something. Oh! You, there is some joy. There is some joy. It gives you life. It adds something to you. You see? That's how it is. So if God also demands it of us, it is never out of place. Just imagine that you've gotten a job and everybody who gets a job has hopes. But beyond your hope, it's also the expectation of the person who has employed you. So sometimes you employ people and they come and create problems for you. You see? But they create a life for themselves. As you have put them in the space to do ABC, they are doing XYZ so that they will have advantage. Not to your advantage, but to their advantage. Now, when you see such things, you, the person who has oversight, you, 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 you determine or you decide how to handle such things. This is exactly the parable that Jesus was given. You have been here for three years collecting air and looking fresh. Eh? Sunlight. Because the fig tree was looking good. It was enjoying like every other tree. But there was no fruit. So you are a waste of space. You have to be cut off. Yeah. And then the pastor said that, Lord, have mercy. Give us one more year. So your cycle is just a year. You have a year to turn over and to change. Some of you have had repeated number of years with unprogression. Yeah. Yeah. everybody must have a value and you see the only reason why we can be fruitful as a body as a church is when the individuals themselves become fruitful it starts with you it starts with you that is why a lot of investment is made into all of us there is nobody here who is just like you just appeared and you are just surviving. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen like that. Somebody is watching over you. Somebody is keenly interested in you. And investments are made. Advice is given. Help and support is given. So that at least your life, 
There are times that you see you can't stand on your own and you need somebody to help you. Seeds without being planted cannot spring up. But when they spring up, they have a life form of their own. You see, and then they also begin to give birth to more seeds because in the fruits they bear are more seeds. You, you see? Yeah. Because there are some mango trees that you don't water again. I mean, there are mango trees you don't water. But when you plant them, you got to do something. You know? At that very sensitive time, you have to water it. If you see other things growing around it, you have to take care of it because they, they can swallow it. They can kill it. But when it takes up its form and is standing, rainfall, sunshine, tender, I mean, they are standing. Mango trees hardly break. They are very strong. can be there for years. Yeah. So, you see, God knows that you have been planted as a fruitful person. And last week, I think I showed you the scripture in Jeremiah chapter 2. Yeah. Everybody here should be fruitful. Ask yourself, who are you? What is your value? Your value will determine who you are spiritually. You know, oftentimes, things don't naturally go the way we expect them to go. But, regardless of how things turn up, there is almost like a constant expectation that God has of us. And it doesn't make him a wicked God or an unjust God. It is the situation or it is the case that he knows how he has prepared us and how we can withstand things. I mean, you see how trees flourish in harsh weather. Some of you, if it is in the night and you are standing outside, it's cold. You are in a rush to go inside your room. But the tree is there. Do you understand? Without complaints. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you can't endure sun. A little sun, you have to look for umbrella. Or if you have an air-conditioned car, you always enjoy the car. Do you understand? You have nice air condition office. You are in a hurry to be indoors. The sun is too hot. And you are cooling your system with cold water or cold juices. You are refreshing the body to adapt. But the tree is not like that. It's like in it, no matter how harsh it is, it is there. And we expect it to be fruitful. So when you are expected to be fruitful, it is not out of place. Don't give excuses. You don't know what I've been going through that you are putting pressure on me to. Sometimes when you employ some people and you give them targets and they are failing, they complain and make it feel as if you the boss or you the person who is expecting them to, 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 be, to reach their targets, you are being unreasonable. But you see, what they don't also know is that sometimes the pressure that the boss has is more than you, your little pressure. Yeah. 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 
a certain mindset must be developed. When you don't develop that thing, you don't get to a point where you can easily begin to multiply because after the first instruction of uh, uh, fruitfulness is multiply. You see, because a fruit, when, when, when a tree bears fruit, if you plant seeds, I'm sure, I mean, that you can count or you, it, the seeds are limited in planting, but when it begins to bear fruit, immediately it bears fruit, there's multiplication of seeds. Automatically, that's what happens. And out of that one fruit, you can even have more trees than that one tree that you have. So, fruitfulness automatically turns you into multiplied uh, uh, person or results. That is why we must fight for it. And to be fruitful means that to be prepared. What are you prepared for? Some of you as you are sitting here, if somebody walks here and says that, look, I've started a company, I need somebody to employ, to do this, to do this, to do this, you can't fit in. The only thing that maybe you can do is to clean the tables and windows. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You ain't ready. Some men want women to marry. Some of you, if a man says, I love you, I want to marry you, he has taken a problem. Yeah, because what he sees, you see, man looks on the outward. One of the weaknesses of us, including me, is what we see. Our eyes make black, 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 like that. This is our eyes. It's not easy there. This is our eyes. But sometimes the people, some, some of them, what you see outside, that's the end. The polished face, the, 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 the ability to match colors, the ability to walk in straight lines, you know, hey, the ability to turn the hair and roll the eyes, that's it. When you enter the shell inside the coconut, hey, there's no water in the coconut. Yeah, yeah. So water in the coconut. You can't enjoy the juice. Yeah. Because something is not working well. If you are not making any investment in yourself, as you are sitting down, listen to me. One of the signs of you, as you are sitting there, being fruitful without even seeing anything, is how you think. Your perceptions. How you see things. Yeah. It is the beginning of your productivity. Yeah. Yeah. See <laughs> Let's go to uh, the book of Daniel. Chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. Let's read from verse Let's read from verse 1. I think it will be a blessing. Daniel 1:1. 1, 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. 
And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shena, to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Not the Lord God, his own personal God. Verse 3. And the king spake unto Asphenas, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes children in whom was no blemish but well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans and the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank so nourishing them three years that at the end of their at the end thereof they might stand before the king now Look at something that we have read. Beautiful scripture. Nebuchadnezzar takes over Judah. It belongs to God. And he doesn't believe in God. He has his own gods. But the Bible says God gave him Judah because of their stubbornness. And when he took over, he was looking at taking what they had to build and to add to what he wanted to do. And what was the mind of this king? And Nebuchadnezzar was wise. You see, sometimes it's not only people who read Bible who are wise. There are people who read Bible who are stupid. I'm sorry to say this. Some of you call yourself Christians. They shouldn't give you any position to lead anything. Yeah. You are shameful. You are a shameful reflection of God's glory and grace. But somebody who is an unbeliever, Somebody who is an unbeliever is wise. And what did he say? He said, bring me children, verse 2, or verse 3, verse 3, or 4. Uh-huh, 4, okay, help me. Children in whom was no blemish. And they were there in Judah. Listen to me, they were there in Judah. And Jehoiakim was presiding over them. And well favored. And skillful in all wisdom. And cunning in knowledge. It's like they are, they are smart. Charlie, they know what's up. And understanding science. And you see, some of you, I mean, <laughs> understanding science. Yeah, the science I was talking about. And such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace. But you see, it was almost as if these people, as long as Jehoiakim was their leader, we didn't know who they would have been. And what would have come out of them. 
Yeah. This Nebuchadnezzar had a vision to build and to do great things. And what he needed was human resource. People who are, who are boiled, who are donned, who, are, who, are, who have something that is not common. You see, amongst us as we sit here, there are ordinary people and there are extraordinary people. That's why some of you, when they give you $1,000 right now, the first you go and do is go and buy hair. Yeah, you go and eat everything. That you eat all the money and you go and poo poo it away. But that same thousand is somebody's kingdom. Recently, I was reading something and I noticed I, 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 I came across Dangote starting his business with three thousand dollars loan. Three thousand dollars. Some of you, they give you $3,000. You go to Dubai. Go and take pictures. Climb and go and take pictures. When you climb that thing, $100 to go and take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Bet Khalifa. And you post it. Yeah. As for makeup, yeah, we can't. You, when we see, we can't recognize you. Yeah. Even God who bless you will not recognize you after that. Yeah. We did. Within two weeks, the 3,000 is finished. Yeah. You see, you, you, you have to be somebody who is prepared for fruitfulness. You, you have to have certain traits, character traits, discipline, understanding. You see, the qualities that are listed here, ask yourself, how many of you here without blemish Some of you as you are sitting here, when I come to your house and I say that I'm your pastor, your mother will even not respect me. Because as far as your mother is concerned, you, you, are, you, are, you are a bad thing. They, they, they are even, some of you girls, they are waiting for somebody to marry out of the house. Not because you are ready for marriage, because of the problems you cause. Yeah. Yeah. You are not without blemish. Yeah. Yeah. In the area, they know you as as for you, they're free for all. Free for all. Nowek. You there every house inside. Yeah. More than Nowek. You can be found in every house. Without blemish. Well favored. You see, when they say somebody is well favored. When you, most of the time we, we speak and we say to people, be favored. Receive favor from God. Do you know what it takes to receive favor from God? It, it, favor is not just shared. You don't favor idiots. Favor, you see that the blessings of God, it maketh rich, it addeth no sorrow. When the things of God are valuable, it is not just thrown at anybody. That's why God prepares people. Do you understand? You have, to, you have to be prepared. When people are looking for people to employ, they don't just walk on the streets and choose anybody. Nebuchadnezzar had family people. Listen to me. He had relatives. He could have been a tribalistic man with, with hatred for Jews, but he didn't care whether these people are Jews. He knew that, look, among these people, I can have treasure that can be used to build what I'm... I'm not looking at family members. I'm not looking at this. I'm not looking at that. 
That's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is built with the help of different kinds of people. But these people must be people who are strong up here. Yeah. You see, the church is a very serious platform more than any business. Many businesses have come and gone. But the church still stands. Yeah. The effect of the church can never be diminished. That is why if the, even the world, people who are wise, eh, if they are looking to build what they are doing, they look for intelligent people. Character is important. I'm telling you. Yeah. You're not just anybody. And so why is it that the church, the church shouldn't also be different? Do you understand? That is why when we stand, we, we teach you. We, some of you, we spend our lifetime talking to you to become better. So that one day, it's not everybody who will preach. Do you understand? It's not everybody who preach for the gospel to reach everywhere. Some of you have to be blessed financially. And when we are speaking to you, we are preparing you for opportunities that may come one day. But because you don't understand it, one day when somebody meets you and wants to even give you favor, you are not ready. You are ill-favored. Yeah. You don't, know, you don't even know how to talk, how to sit. So sometimes you meet somebody who is looking beyond, listen, he, he's looking beyond what you have, but is seeing into the future and they look at a lot of things about you. Your thought processes, how you even look at things. Yeah, but you see, the way you are, oh, you have made yourself an attire boy. It's like carefree guy. As for you, dear Chale, I mean, no future ambition. We are as we are, you know? Yeah, we are just moving. So there is no value in you. Yeah, there's no value. Even the world, they go for the best in human resource. How much more God? That's why you see, when you, can, when you see a church that has been there for 20 years, and it's like, I can stand and say, look, I want somebody to give me 10,000. Nobody can give $10,000. Because the people have had their preaching from years. Nothing has happened to them. Because see, they have not understood what it takes to turn over their lives. And when you are serving God, you are serving yourself. Oh, because you can't make God great. Nobody does anything to make God great. It is God who makes us great. Yeah. 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 Children in whom there is no blemish. That is why God wipes away our sins. He presents us as a church without spot or wrinkle. Even though we've had our... Look, you can be somebody who used to sleep with boys. You used to do things. But when you come into the Lord and you are saved, all those things are past. They are past. Let people remember it. God, there he says, for I will be merciful unto their iniquities and their sins I will remember no more. That's God. So, as far as he's concerned, he has positioned you to be without blemish. Do you get what I'm saying? And what it means is that you have to continue by staying away from the old ways. We have been bad than many of you boys. Yeah. But ever since I changed, eh, you can't <laughs> ah, you can't hold it on me. It's all by his grace. Yeah. 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 Well favored. 
Some of you, when we are bringing you up, we are giving you something that is favor. So somebody can see you and interact with you. And immediately, the person likes you. You, you can't explain it. You can't understand it. Yeah. What, what's happening here? Uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. See, we, we, we sit here, we, we, we speak to you, we preach, we encourage you, so that one day, there's everybody's hour of visitation. You can meet somebody, you can come into a certain situation, and that is the turning point of your life. But you see, sometimes, because you have not understood it, your preparation was ill-favored, and everything that is supposed to bring promotion, brings shame. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. Yeah. Yeah. Skillful. You see, when they say wisdom, skillful in wisdom is like you know how to go about things. Maneuver your way. Problems will be solved. Well, some people, when you employ them to solve problems, you have employed somebody who is creating problems for you to solve. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding signs. Mm. Understanding signs. You see, there are things that are complex to all of us. But when you are diligent, there are, there are things that you can understand. It's a spirit. Is it not a human being that took off from earth and went to Mars? Some of you, they say from here, walk to Basse. It's like, hey. People are going to mass. You, you, you can't, even your village, you have to do prayers and fasting before you go. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know whether they, if they go, they will come back. Because space is different from here. <laughs> yeah. They go and they come back. Yeah. They go and they come back. Yeah. Understanding complex things. There are people who think and see things afar. And it's like, when they, when, they, when they encounter you and you relate with them, it wraps off you. But some of you, because you don't see value in yourself and there is actually no value, you can't even relate with some people. Yeah. Many people don't like people who are hard and rebuke them. That's why people walk away from the church. You see, when you are somebody who moves from one place to the other, just like there are people in the corporate world, they move from one job to the other. other. In, in a year, they have d- three different jobs. And every time they say that their bosses don't like them, their bosses don't understand them, I mean, all, I mean, yeah, you, uh, you, you, you are so complex that nobody understands you. St- understand yourself and build something on your own. Let us see. But you see, they don't have that capacity. Yeah. People who are fruitless blame everybody else for their unfruitfulness apart from themselves. And when you are quick to point out your mother and your father's uh, uh, mistakes as a reason why you are the way you are or the school you went to or the family you come from as the reason for your failure, I can show you copious scriptures that show us people who came from obscure backgrounds. I mean, David was not light in the household. When he speaks, they say, shut up, you are a proud boy. You have killed a lion where? Go away, liar. 
Then he comes back. I've killed their bear. Look at this guy. Yeah. But in spite of that, he continued. And God saw in him value above all those people who were looking down upon him. The opinion of people, eh, if you leave people to inform you of who you are, you will always be a failure. Yeah. Yeah. God has something for you and for me. Because what he's doing, if you look at the church eh, and we take God's work seriously, you see that what happens is that when you hear God's work, it doesn't only align you to work well or to relate with God properly, but it also gives you power in this world, in this earth, over whatever you are doing. So some of you, you see that, look, you are, you are a good Christian, and when you have a job, you are faithful, but some of you, when you get a job, your lying spirit is manifested. You steal, you swerve your boss, you, you cut corners, you are, hey, you are a prayer topic for your boss. Yeah. Prayer topic. Hey, you, you can't be a fruitful person. Hey, if I sit up, I've employed people from church who have come to steal me. I'm telling you, church members who, then people, people who are not from the church are faithful. Ah. Yeah. 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 Because, you see, they, they don't understand value. You think that every problem is by shakayala, look up, hey, hey, hey. That's it. It's one step, then everything works. Christianity is a mysterious uh, uh, walk. So, Charlie, when you are walking with God, Charlie, believe. I mean, yeah. When they say study, respect, give yourself time, ability to stand in the presence of kings. You know what it means? You see, there are some environments when you hear some things, you don't say it anywhere. Well, some of you cannot. In the king's palace, the things that I've worked with people who, who, who say things that I would, I've never told my wife. I won't tell her. I've sat with people and I've heard things. I won't come and sit there and be a blabber mouth. Hey, it doesn't work that way. Now, when you're also around me, you have to have that mind. You have to have that mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a quality. It's a quality. It's a quality. You see, you're, when they say you are fruitful, eh, it, it means you have a certain value that is undeniable and it's an attractive thing. God is attracted to fruitful people. Look at John chapter 15 verse 8. Look at it. Look at, don't forget the scripture in your life. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. John 15 8. Where's your scripture? Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. That's God. If he takes pleasure in us, the reason why he takes pleasure in us is because of our fruitfulness. It's a quality he wants his children to have. How can you say you've worked with the Lord for a long time? You haven't progressed. We have been here doing church, praying, uh, 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 evangelizing, encouraging you. you. You can't even get a job. You can't finish your school. You can't marry. You can't look after your children. You can't look after your wife. What type of a man are you? You say we should blame what demons. Every day we should come and bind. Bind. That's what you know. It's a, it's, that's, the, that's the only way out. 
We bind demons of failure. We bind demons of broken marriages. We bind demons of poverty. You are the demon that we should bind and cast out of the church. Oh, I'm not afraid. No. No. Mm. Yeah. Hearing is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. What fruit have you borne? Look at us as a church. How fruitful have we been? Every preaching we've heard it. But you see, it is the attitude. Look at Adam. Adam was positioned to be the greatest. The first man was a living soul. The second Adam was a quickening spirit because he failed. Why do, why do God ha- have to recreate and reinvent what he has created? Because it has failed. Monumental failure. And he has to separate our spirits from that spirit of failure. And plant us in his son in whom is the heir of all things. It's like everything that God has, he has placed in our hands. So that's why Jesus talked about fruitfulness as well. If you read the whole of John 15, abide in me and I in you. And whatsoever you ask of the Father, it may be given you. If you want to bear fruit, it's a, it's a spiritual contact. And you see, the more you get into God, the better you become in all areas of your life. And that's how it is. Yeah. 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 Why should God not expect? Look at the earth. I come seeking fruit. He, he, he created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. But he also recreated it. And restored the beauty and everything. And then he, a, a lot of things happened. There was a time there was a flood. Every life form was ended. And the only life form on earth was Noah and his family and the animals that were saved in the ark after the flood had uh, 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 ceased. And only the fish in the sea. Because as for them, they they needed the the, the water to survive. So God said, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. He says, while the earth remaineth, is the earth still not remaining? Yeah, it doesn't matter when this thing was said, but the earth, we are on this earth, and it has remained. And look at what God said. He said, seed time and harvest. Planting and reaping. That's what it means. That's fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. It says, it shall not cease. That is why if you go, if you leave nature, Nothing, nothing, will be, nothing will be extinguished. It is our behavior that kills things. Yeah. While the earth remaineth. He was not mentioning man. He said, I'm making sure that the earth, as long as it remains, eh, there will always be seed time and there will always be harvest. We don't lack food. No. It is our wickedness. You see, some people have more food and they store for years. Some people don't have something to eat even every morning. Hmm. 
There are some countries, they have oil they've stored for 30 years. If the world decides to stop producing oil, 30 years they can live. Yeah. Fruitfulness. It is from the earth. Even the earth, the earth oh, that we sit on, God has made sure that this earth has a cycle of fruitfulness. That's why when he came and, and the fig tree was not bearing, he said, it is wasting space because I've put in you a cycle of fruitfulness. And you can't enjoy the sun. You can't enjoy the rain. You can't enjoy spring. You can't enjoy the breeze and go through photosynthesis and all the sciences and still not be productive. You don't, you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Oh, if he's so hard with the creation, the things that you see, he has spoken, and once he spoke, that's how it is. Nothing has changed. How much more us? Why, 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 why should we? Who he didn't see? He he commanded everything that was planted to bear its a fruit after its kind. Do you get what I'm saying? That's the cycle. And then to man, he said, "Be fruitful." So if he's harsh on the earth's inability or his creation's inability to produce, why should he also not be harsh on us? You see, if we sit in this church, look at yourself and ask yourself, how advanced have you been? Have you improved? Where is the evidence of my fruitfulness? Many people blame others for their lack of progress. Our leaders have programmed us to think that somebody is the reason why we are not. You see, every well-served uh, COVID and so-called economic crisis and whatever, but I'm telling you, uh, wisdom is justified of their children. They have made sure and they are making sure that their people don't suffer. But that's for us, clueless. Yeah. Yeah. You will blame things. Every day we have a blame. Every day we have a blame. Yeah. Every day we have a blame. And you'll be surprised that many of our leaders, they tend to believe in God even more than the Europeans and the Americans. I'm telling you. If you give them money, they will build mosques and, and cathedrals for God. But the wisdom to be fruitful is not there. It's not there. Yeah. Hmm. It's not there. And you see, I don't want us to look at other people and, 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 and say, hey, people are this. Old. Me and you, we are here. The people who shouldn't hear me, they are not here. You are here. If he can ask the earth to be fruitful, he is justified in demanding of us fruitfulness as well. It is not out of place. If you look after your children and they go to school and they don't bring results, I don't think that you rejoice. Or you have, they've paid your fees, you finish school, and you are sitting in the house five years, no job, and they have to feed you, feed you, give you money, buy toilet roll for you, old man like you. Yeah. 
If you want to go somewhere, you have to go and ask your mother or your uncle or somebody or a friend. Charlie, sort me out. Let me go and sort out some one or two. When I come, I'll sort you out. That's how your language is. Every day, sort, 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 sort. <laughs> yeah, sort out. <laughs> sort out. Yeah. I don't think that you, 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 you yourself, you enjoy such things. Yeah. How come God shouldn't demand of us these things? Yeah. So, so I come seeking fruit. He seeks fruit from the earth. That's my first point. God seeks fruit from the earth. That's why when trees don't give uh, 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 fruits, he curses them. The earth has been set in a productive motion. I'm telling you. Yeah. We are the ones that cause problems. But if we leave it, hey, you see that nature, hey, it is, Charlie, it is beautiful. It has its life form. It lives on its own. Yeah. And the next one, he seeks fruits. I come seeking fruit from my sons. Are you a son of God? Hmm? Are you a son of God? Genesis chapter 27, verse 1. Genesis 27, verse 1. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son, and unto him he said, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here am I. Verse 2. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field and take me some venison. Eish. Hurry up and make me savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me the venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee. Uh, Bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Hey! Now therefore, my son. You see, Isaac said to Esau, my son. Now, Rebecca is also saying to Jacob, my son. Obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock. You there, don't go to the bush. Go to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats. And I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth. I'm the wife. I know how to cook for him the things that he likes. Yeah. Is that not so? Yeah. My, your, your son cannot compete with your wife when it comes to cooking for your husband. Yeah. Verse 10. And thou shalt bring it to thy father that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. Verse 11, and Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, behold, Esau is my brother. Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. <laughs> hey, 
my father peradventure will fill me and I shall seem to him as a deceiver and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. Hey, listen to the woman. And his mother said unto him, upon me be thy curse. My son, only obey my voice and go fetch me them. I've told you what to do. Don't, don't think about any consequences. If there is any curse, it is upon me. Verse 14, verse 14. And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory meat, such as his father loved. That's all. Verse 16. 16. Your sickness has come. And she put the skins of the kids, of the goats upon his hands, and upon the smooth of his neck. She is solving the problem. Hmm. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And we know what happened. <laughs> hey! I tell you. You see, let me show you something in the scripture. Isaac, as far as he was concerned, it was Esau. He had expectations of. Forget about what Rebecca tried to do on the side and brought Jacob in the picture. Because you see, God had told Rebecca when she was pregnant, there are two nations in your womb. The older one shall serve the younger one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as far as she was concerned, the younger one was the greater one, because God has said it. That was a belief. And so when the father called for Esau, whom he had pleasure in as the elder son, to come and give him the meat, the mother did the coup and placed Jacob there. But you see, it just shows us fathers have a right to have expectations of you. You see, we are not supposed to look after our fathers. Isaac, uh, Jacob and Esau were not people who were looking at. I mean, your father is blessed. And what he asked of you was just, I mean, a pot of soup. He didn't ask you to bring me a house or bring me uh, properties or whatever. But you see, he called for something that he likes. It is never wrong to serve somebody and give the person what the person likes. Yeah. It is, it is never out of place to be asked, this is what I like. Give it to me. You, you see? And it's only sometimes for a moment too. It is not like, it is something that you cannot comply with. But you see, sometimes when you are not wise, such instructions don't appeal to you. But Jacob and Esau, there were two children who knew that. When it comes to words, it is the key to your fruitfulness. So the price they have to pay, they will pay it. So Esau didn't sleep, even though he was a lazy guy. And he had, he had, there was a scripture we read, we know before, that he went to hunt. He didn't get anything. When he came back, he was hungry. And he saw his brother eating some lentil beans, some, I don't know, beans stew or something. 
gari and beans or whatever. I don't know what he was eating, but something. And he was, he was hungry and he said, I want some to eat. And then Jacob said to him, if you want it, sell me your birthright. Then he said, what, what is my birthright? I am dying of hunger. You are talking about birthright. You see, he didn't know his value. He sold his value. So in the realm of the spirit, as long as he was concerned, eh, he was nobody. So what the father desired for him, you see some of you, eh, let me tell you something, you don't have value for yourself. So we can pray for you, we can wish you things, make prophecies, whatever, but you see, it doesn't work. Because that, that connection that you must have with God, you have despised it. And the Bible describes Esau as a profane person. Yeah. Because he chose material things over spiritual things. Uh, you say you are, the, you are the head spiritually. You say it doesn't mean anything. You see, when you are in the church and it's like you've been around and we expect you to rise up and you despise it and then we choose other people. You see, what you have said in your, in your spirit is that this thing, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And you see, when you despise it, sit here for the next 20 years and receive prophecies. It won't change it because you have changed it already. You have changed it already. You, you, you have decided that you don't want it. You don't have value for it. So you are not positioned to receive the crown. That's why sometimes you can see some people are in the church for years. They don't come to anything. Then others are coming up. Younger ones, people from far away, they are rising up. They are getting fame. They are becoming prosperous. Then the older ones who had the right to seniority and, and investments were made in them, they despise it. Yeah. Because he, Isaac, he, he loved Esau. I tell you, he laughed. He spoke with the guy. He, he, that, this is my, a, a father has pleasure in the first son. Yeah. Father has pleasure. But because he didn't see value in what he was. Some of you don't respect who you are. You are not, when it comes to you and God, oh, you can't, all you want is what, it's like this, what, what this body and this stomach needs. Yeah. It's like you are so hungry that eh, you will sleep with anybody to get money to satisfy what you want. Then you want God to reverse what you have done through your pastor's prophecy. Jacob and Esau, they all received blessings from their father. Is that not so? Isaac spoke. But the reality is that the one who received the greater blessing was the one who was even somewhere. Because he understood the value. That's why Jesus spoke and said that the publicans and the hallows, they go in before you. Because some of you are pure in your eyes. Yeah. Some people see God. They see the church. They see service as something that is to be cherished. And you see, when you are like that, I'm telling you, if God takes pleasure in you, nobody, this, uh, this has happened in the life of David. God saw him and said, I have found a man after my own heart. Nobody knew who God loved. How many people did God say this about? 
Yeah. I found a man after my own heart. And irrespective of how they saw him in the house, God said, this is my child. This is the one. And he brought him up and gave him a seat. Which seat his only begotten, uh, begotten son also came and sat on that throne. The, seat, the throne of David. The Lion of Judah. Don't despise your heritage. When you have an opportunity to stand somewhere in your relationship with God, don't, don't look back on it. Yeah, don't look back on it. Because when, when you despise it, a man can't reverse it because it is God who steps aside. Yeah, and who can make straight what God has made crooked? Who? Who? So sometimes if you are not fruitful, it is because of how you are related with God. Don't choose money over God. Don't follow. Some people despise the work of God. Even though they say they are children of God. They despise serving God. In your heart, you may not say some things, but you see, how you react and where your heart is and the things you love, the material things of this world, when they are so strong, you see that you will chase them and chase and chase and chase them, but they will never satisfy you. The Edomites, they are still prosperous, but they are not the covenant children of God. They, it is Jacob who is Israel, not Edom. Yeah. The Edomites are prosperous. So. Yeah. Go to the Arab world. You see them. They are prosperous. That's why today people are traveling to their countries. They are prosperous, but they are not covenant children. He said, he said to Abraham, in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And the seed of Esau and uh, 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 Isaac, or Esau and Jacob, they were all the seed of Abraham. But the guy said, I don't like, I, I, what is my uh, heritage? What is, what is my, uh, 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 I despise this birthright. What I'm not part of this blood. Yeah, that's what he's saying. You are despising your birthright. What is this Christianity thing that you are talking about? We make compromises and we say things in secret that nobody hears. Yeah. You sell your soul for material possessions and for the last of the earth and you follow things that don't give pleasure and you can be the richest man. I'm telling you, one day you realize that you have lost your soul. What shall a man profit if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What are you chasing after? You see, let your name be Bill, Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos. Ask yourself, if you die, will you die in the Lord? That's what matters to God. And these people, they don't own the world. They don't own the world. They may be the richest people in the world, but they don't own the world. What shall a man profit if he gains the whole world? Nobody has ever gained the whole world. Everybody owns a portion of it. And if even you gain the whole world, you will still leave it. Where will you be? Yeah. 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 God is our father. He wants a a father wants a relationship. A father wants respect. I mean, can you imagine you hear your son say that? Ah, you said this man is my father. I, I, I mean, I don't feel that I belong here. That's exactly what Esau said. I don't belong here. My birthright, my bloodline, it means nothing. I'm dying of hunger. How can you die of hunger? One day hunger. How can one day hunger kill you? Eh? How can a phone that you don't have kill you? How can a hair that you haven't done kill you? Eh? 
makeup that you haven't done, how can it kill you? Eyelashes you want to wear, how can it kill you? How can you want to drive Range Rover? So if you don't drive Range Rover, you will die. Eh? Go and ask those who are sitting in a Range Rover. They are chilling, but there's heat. There's heat. Telling you. When they get some calls, when they get some calls, when they get some calls, reject, 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 reject. Can't sleep. Some people can't sleep. You don't know. Yeah. It's because they despise God. But you and I, we should know better. Be fruitful. Be valuable. Where's your value? Is it? It is God who, who determines your fruitfulness. He determines our value. And for Esau to open his mouth and say, what is my birthright if I die of hunger? Brother, how hungry are you in a day? Don't we fast for three days? Huh? People, Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Elijah fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Eh? Why would God not favor them? You one day, you have eaten in the morning, you have gone to work, you have come back in the evening, there's no food. You are dying. You are dying. You know, you, 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 you don't understand. You see, you don't know your value. It's like you have reduced yourself to a morsel of bread. It's like all that matters is my stomach. All that matters is my body. Your comfort. You have reduced your value if all you have is to be trampled upon by men. Because how beautiful are you? No matter how beautiful you look today, you will see somebody who is more beautiful than you. Sisters, don't you see women who are more beautiful than you? Ah. You know, you can see a sister. You, you, are not, you are not somebody who is into women. But you see the woman and say, whoa, she's beautiful. Yeah. What is your problem? Who are you trying to impress? Why are you trying to impress? People have won uh, pageants. Miss uh, Gambia, Miss Ghana, Miss World. Where are they? Miss Universe. Where are they? Well, some of them can't marry. Yeah. Some of, them, some of them are depressed. There was one lady in America. She committed suicide. One Miss America. She committed suicide. Beautiful girl. Say, but why this girl for killing self? Eh? Eh? <laughs> Yeah. 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 Your value is supposed to be between you and your God. Don't try to please people. You see, what you don't have, if it determines how people value you, leave them. You don't need to be in that space. Hey. Because whatever you have, somebody has more than you. Hmm? Whatever you have, somebody has more than you. <laughs> so if you have people around you who don't respect you because you don't drive a certain car, you have never traveled before. Have you ever traveled before? Eh? Ah. <laughs> Where is that? When we die, we'll travel everywhere. <laughs> Think about it, you'll be there. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You inherit the earth. I'm telling you, when you when you have an inheritance, you have a right to access. That's what it means. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like you 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 may not see some places on earth, but I'm telling you, you will enjoy better things. 
Yeah. There is hope in what we believe in. And God is real. If you have that mindset, you will humble yourself. Let's, let's, let's be together. Let's be stable. Let's give ourselves value before God. Serve God with our heart. You see, if we are talking about people who, who God loves, eh? see, if, if, if one day you have money and, and, and you don't even think about God, about his work, you use it for your pleasure, you wake up one day and you realize that you are a fool. But sometimes you may re- re- realize it at the very last end. Because riches have deception. And the spirit of deception is the spirit of Satan. He deceived the whole world. And Jesus gave the parable. He said, riches and the deceitfulness of riches. Money can bring deception. There are some people who appear humble. There are some people who employ them. They don't have anything. As they start getting small, even you, they won't respect you. The person that you have giving them favor and they are chopping small money. You see, I mean, they can even see your call and reject it and later they'll tell you, I didn't see the call. Yeah. Meanwhile, when they were looking for a job, if you call them, hey, boss, I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see, they don't, know, they don't think far. They reduce their value to material things. And when you are full, that's it. They can't think far. Don't be like that. God, he's taking us far. And what he has for us is beyond what is on the earth. That is why he, he spoke to Adam and said, be fruitful, multiply replenish. Have dominion. As long as you are here, just be happy. Just be happy. Do what you have to do. And what was he supposed to do? It was for the sake of other people. And when you are blessed, one of the signs of somebody who is fruitful is that what you have gives life to many other people, not only to you and your wife and your children. Yeah. Isn't that the blessing that Bishop Doug has given all of us? When you listen to him preaching People who don't think far think that, oh, as for he's looking for money to chop here and his, only here and his wife and children. Eh? As I'm sitting here with you, he doesn't know how much money we are making. He doesn't care. He says, use it to build churches. Use it to employ people to do full-time work. Use it to win souls. Use it. Look after your wife. Look after your children. What, what else? Yeah. We don't give him any money from here. What money does he want from us? Eh? faithfulness. Sometimes when you work with a good person and you work well, you see that after some time, eh, he has entrusted you with so much. But some of you don't understand it. You want to eat quick. You want to eat quick. Want to eat quick. Yeah. Think far. Humble yourself. May God cause you to be fruitful. Lift up your hands, stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands, speak to the Lord. Lift up your hands, speak to the Lord. Yes, lift up your hands, speak to him. I don't know what God has said to you, but he has said something to all of us. Everybody's portion is different. And for that reason, stand on it and pray to God. 
Some of you are students. It is as if you can't, nobody, your father cannot hold you accountable. Your father has every right to hold you accountable. Your mother has every right to hold you accountable, to expect that you are a good girl, to expect that you are a good boy. For the little investment that they make in you, the sacrifices they make in you, they expect a reward. It is never out of place. Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. May you not hear sad things. May you never be somebody who is cast out because you are unprofitable. Everything that is given to you comes to nothing. Hey, because you don't know your value. Sometimes when God begins to teach you and you begin to walk with the Lord, you realize that whatever God is doing, he's doing it for years ahead. For years and for generations even beyond you. You may die and you will live a blessing and an inheritance far beyond what you ever imagined because God made you fruitful and multiplied you. That's the seed of Abraham. That's the seed of Abraham. That's the seed of Abraham. Speak to the Lord. Against unfruitful works, mindsets, postures, attitudes that corrupt us. Father, deliver us from such things and help us. Lift your hands. Speak to him, somebody. Hey, make it a personal prayer between you and God. Some things have to change. Some of the mindsets that you have held on to, they must be cut off. They must be done away with immediately, with speed, with strength. Yes. Because the greatness of God is just about to be made manifest. Herein is our Father glorified that we bear much fruit. What he wants for us, we can't even imagine it. Yeah. What he wants for us, we can't even imagine it. Yes. He wants something for us. Yes. He wants something for us. Yeah. Don't say that. I don't have time for God. You have time for your work. No. <laughs> don't tell your boss, I don't have time for the work. I have time for my family. No. You cannot, you cannot work with somebody and speak like that. But how can you work with God and speak like that? I don't have time for you. Sometimes you don't open your mouth to say it, but your attitude is an exact communication to God. This family and these obligations, they are more important than anything that you want from me. Why will you not say that to your boss? But you can say it to the Lord. Hey! Lift your hands, speak to him. Help us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, strengthen us. Help us. If we abide in you and you in us, you cause us to be fruitful. Lord, give us the humility to grow and to belong and to be supernaturally fruitful. We thank you. We bless you. Father, help us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
every eye closed everybody standing we are still praying you are here this morning you have not given your life to christ but you want to say pastor help me i realize i need to draw closer to the lord and you have been far away but you want to come closer god's grace is here and he gives grace to draw us into himself and to forgive us of all the things that we have done he's a merciful god lift up your hand you want me to pray with you and give your life to the lord jesus this morning maybe somebody invited you or you came to church on your own you haven't given yourself to the lord but you can hear god speaking to you lift up your right hand i want to pray with you say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to the lord lift up your hand wherever you are lift it up lift it up you want me to pray with you god bless you lift it up yes i can see some hands up yeah lift it up god bless you somebody is asking should i do it yes god says do it <laughs> don't say I'll do it next week you may not have next week I'm telling you don't last week or two weeks ago last week I know two people who have come to the church who have died I know two people also from another place who have one week four people that I know have passed away one week we never thought it would happen but it happens that's why God gives mercy you know sometimes some of you you have gone through a cycle of unproductivity and, and unfruitfulness for years and the only thing God should have done is to cut you off but somebody's been praying for you some of you your mothers have been praying for you even though they are, they are in pain and, 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 and they, are, they are seeing you go down they are still praying for you that's why you are still around and when God is speaking to you you have to hear it and respond lift up your hand you want me to pray with you to give your life to Christ. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hands, please move from where you are. Come and stand in front of me. I want to pray with you. Move. Help them. Help them to move. Help them to move and come. Yes. Help them to come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There are two people here who should be standing here, not where you are. You know it. Your heart is beating. You are asking, is it me? It's you. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands, those of you here. Yes, Lord. Now, can you all hear me as you are standing here? Wonderful. So, I'm going to pray with you. And I want you to repeat the prayer after me. And I want every eye closed so that you can concentrate and pray. And let the congregation also join. Repeat and say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I, thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart, I believe in my heart that you sent your Son. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ to come and love me, and love me die, for me, die for me and shed his blood, shed his blood to, wash to wash my sins. I confess Jesus, I confess Jesus as, my Lord as my Lord and my Savior, and, my Savior. and, I, receive and I receive forgiveness of all my sins, all my sins through, the blood through the blood that he shed for me. Shed. From, today, From today, I'm a child of God. I belong to you, God. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to be faithful until the end. 
thank you, Father, for saving me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.